0: Okay. Um, welcome back. This is episode 27 of Golden Screws. This episode is Ladies of the Evening. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to, instead of my usual intro, I'm going to uh, surprise my co-host this time because a um, really special thing has happened. the The numbers are in. And now we can officially say that we are officially, worldwide, The number two Golden Girls watch along podcast on the whole world. Number two, exciting, right?
1: Who's that? That's pretty impressive.
0: I I I was, I'm thrilled. I want to say thanks to all the fans, and thanks to you guys, and um, our patrons, and our patrons, of course. Yeah. I want to make sure,
2: though, those numbers can be deceiving because, you know, I I was going to do the disclaimer this week to give people a heads up that tuned in for Golden Screws. It might not be what you think it is, and you can just turn it off now (laughs) so we don't get hate mail later. Too many of (laughs) you think this is something else. It's not. It really is about Golden Girls. It's not about any screwing it's it's golden screws right. it's a spinoff podcast so so people and i'm afraid some of those people might be counting in those numbers but i i'm gonna i'm gonna relish well, the moment
0: i was gonna say maybe the numbers are gonna maybe we get a bunch of new you know the, the newfound fame is gonna get a bunch of new um listeners and and it's just gonna kind of go crazy so anyway yes um well okay without further ado let's let's go ahead and fire off the theme song and let's get started okay here we go
1: 1922 Thank you for being
0: All right,
2: and not not uh, to be hyperbolic, but maybe the greatest song ever written, right there.
0: It's it's true, and um, that that new version of the theme song uh, from K. John Stewart. Uh, when we're gonna have a link to that uh, to his YouTube channel in the show notes. Um, big thanks to him for letting us use that that uh, amazing version of this song. So, uh, as always, I'm JN Trax and joining me as always is Chig and Teflon. How are you guys doing today? We talk hey, bud. at the same
1: time. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it's um it's it's episode 20 Okay, so so we've start we're into episode we're into season 2, excuse me, and things are off to a to a roaring start and um episode 27 uh uh of well, episode episode 2 of season 2, 27 of the show, Terry Hughes is back directing. Um I really feel like we're hitting a stride here. What did you guys think?
1: I mean, I really liked this episode. I felt like a lot of it was really light and funny, uh, which is what I really enjoyed about it, especially after the somewhat heavy um, subject matter of last of the last episode that we did mm-hmm. last week uh, mm-hmm. where they were doing the, the pretty heavy stuff on how, how it is for women to go through um, uh, menopause and things like that. So to uh, then transition to an episode like this, which is very light and funny. Uh, especially with a, a great cameo appearance, which we'll talk about. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was real, really great.
2: See, I thought last week's
1: episode,
2: the fact that they were raising mink to make coats and, trying to get them to screw each other overshadowed the whole menopause side story, but well, that was the main story, but I took it as a side story. Cause I like the idea of minks banging so that people can get more warm coats when they live in fricking Florida. Everything about the last episode was hilarious. And I was worried that this episode just wouldn't, you know, keep that momentum going, but Oh my God, I was not disappointed.
0: Yeah. It, it's like following the, um, the, the mixtape formula, right? You want to start off strong with your season, but your, your episode two, you have to kick it up a notch before you then bring it down. Right. And I think, I think we're there. Um, so sure. really excited. Sure. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I mean, this is a pretty special one. Uh, Betty White has said that this was one of her favorites. Uh, I, I, you know, don't, that it doesn't surprise me. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do we do, do,
2: do? This yeah. is the introduction of the butter queen theme that kind of runs through other episodes through the mm-hmm. entirety of the show. So you know, it is what it is, man. This is this is classic.
1: Yeah. Well, I, you know, one of the other major things for this episode was, um, you know, the cameo appearance. I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, yeah. From Burt Reynolds, like he was a movie star. And you didn't really see a whole lot of movie star cameos in TV shows uh, back then. Uh, and it was, so that was the first major cameo in the show's history up to that point. Uh, and it really got a lot of attention on the show. And, um, I have also read quotes that, you know, there was, um, because of Betty White's uh, connection with Hollywood, um, from her past, um, she would always hear about other celebrities, um, that were watching the show and she would tell the cast members and they would always be like, wow, they're watching us or they're watching us. And then, <laughs> so Burt Reynolds uh, being a major movie star at the time um, was really a big get for them. And it really helped put the show on the map to elevate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, and was he promoting an actual movie or are we going to talk about that when we get to that part I, of the show?
0: I mean, I was going to ask when we get there, there's a point here where I'm like, this feels like, Maybe we should just get into it, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it, there is a point where it sort of feels like that, isn't it?
2: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Little bit.
0: But yeah. I, I yeah. also
2: want to mention that we've always been told we need more Burt Reynolds being mentioned. So <laughs> that this is golden for us.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true here <laughs> on the podcast. Um, un- uncredited. But Burt Reynolds uncredited in the episode, interestingly, which I think huh? is a is a, like, I, I don't know. Maybe we're on the edge of... This is 1986. You know, we're on the edge of when that sort of thing, like you're saying, was was just starting to happen. Maybe nobody what had year? a year. Uh, 1986.
2: No, Nineteen eighty six. Wait, I, I'm I'm mixing up my podcast. No, no carry you're, on. I don't know what you're talking a stroke. about. Stroke <laughs> again. Do <you> smell toast. <laughs> I, I always smell toast. Is the problem?
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we may as well kick it off then. So, um, just like all great uh, writing as far as I'm concerned, the whole thing starts in the middle of a scene. I mean, why, you know, you don't need exposition if you have good writing to back it up. So here we are, we start off and, uh, we're at the house and here's, here's the exterminator, uh, played by Phil Rubenstein. And he's, he's going down this whole, he's got this whole, one of these classic monologues of, of all the, um, um, uh, uh, so many words and everything and he's, he's saying everything so so fast and all these crazy names and everything just right off the top don't introduce the character they don't do any of this stuff they just let you figure it out which is something that I think is missed in a lot of lesser television
2: and and what's golden yet again about it is it really highlights you know Blanche's ability no not Blanche sorry uh, B. Arthur's character Dorothy Dorothy. Dorothy's ability to be snarky and then Rose's ability to just completely miss the joke, but it's her own joke in stride. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're bouncing back and forth. Um, I noticed in the middle of his – in the middle of the exterminator's whole spiel there, he mispronounces cursory. (laughs) When he's saying all these complicated words, he messes up like one of the easier ones. And I'm finding myself like – I mean – this guy's doing a pretty good job. He's clearly putting a lot into it, but he ends up looking like a complete amateur, um, you know, next to next to the other two in the scene who are, you know, national treasures.
2: Yes, yes, he did a good <laughs> job though. He fit good. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was a great opening.
1: I just love that the kind of joke though, where he uses these long descriptive words to describe these things, <laughs> and it's like you need to look under the house. Well, anyone can make it
0: sound stupid. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I know. I know. So it's good. So and um, so, so, uh, and then, okay, so, so there we are. We set the scene. The the the, um, the exterminators doing doing the thing. They're a little disappointed, and then in bursts Blanche, right? And she's all in a huff. She's won the raffle to uh, a private party with Burt Reynolds. Uh, I guess post post premiere of, of a new movie with Burt Reynolds and they're all freaking out and um and then of course Sophia comes in and right off the top classic sex gag golden girls being golden every time every time oh um, yeah yeah so i mean okay well where do we go from here obviously sophia's mad they don't have a ticket for her um and this is where i you know the, the next section, they go into this whole business about uh, mentioning how great Burt Reynolds is, how sexy Burt Reynolds is, and all this stuff. And I, I, this is when I find myself thinking like, okay, so we're actually doing like product placement, and the product is Burt Reynolds, right? It feels uh-huh. like that. It feels like he's coming on a talk show to promote his latest thing. I mean, did he have something coming out at this time? Um, I actually
1: thought about that, and so I was looking at it. Um. It looks like this, so this episode came out in October of 1986, and it looks like the closest thing to that was, um, he had a movie that came out in January of 1986. Um, yeah. uh, but he also had what was uh, a more popular movie come out uh, right after that. Um, oh, it, okay. I think it premiered in 1986, but it the release shows that it came out actually at the beginning of 87 uh called heat.
0: Okay. So we could see wow. this as as promo for heat, yeah.
1: You could, you could. Um he did have a movie coming out right after this, and obviously, you know, people who've seen this would eventually um yeah would start seeing um trailers for heat. Um so
2: and this isn't this isn't the Robert De Niro Al Pacino Heat. This is the <laughs> like Ten years earlier, Heat, with Burt Reynolds, and I don't remember <laughs> seeing that movie. <laughs> well,
0: they I failed. Know, right? I should have grabbed a really in the trailer. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh-huh. uh, Heat, uh, Reynolds plays an ex-soldier, a fortune character in Vegas, taking chaperone jobs, fighting with the mob, and trying to get enough money together to move to Venice, Italy.
2: Wait a minute, chaperone jobs? Is that escorting hookers or what? It's
1: uh, taking <laughs> chaperone, in quotes, jobs. <laughs> uh,
2: interesting. Hmm. Well, that, that okay. kind of fits the theme of the this episode a little bit then, maybe. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, <laughs> hey, 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 Bert Reynolds been...
0: brings it with him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Oh my God! Okay, so um, so they're freaking out. They're they they basically they do the whole rundown of a bunch of stuff that Burt Reynolds was in. It's very it's very crazy and and stuff like that. So the exterminator comes back, and of course he thinks it's a, it's about him. So he gets his little uh, he gets his sex joke in there, I guess, wearing tight um, coveralls. Right, exactly. <laughs> he is like, a, oh, a, a robust flattery.
2: man.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> so weren't they cheering about like the, the the different um? Uh, actors that they said were going to be at the party. I remember uh Lonnie Anderson, who was a very big movie star at the time. Yeah. Ernest Borgnine,
2: they mentioned him? It, was is he it? one of the actors? <laughs> they, were,
1: they were mentioning a
2: bunch of actors. <laughs> and men- then one the same, they mentioned,
0: I don't uh, But I'm uh, uh, sorry, I should say Rose was, was um, later at the hotel. Rose is running down some people that are going to be at the party. Um, I wonder if I'm getting those scenes mixed up, but...
2: I think you might be, because it was earlier. It was at that point where they were talking about who else might be there, I thought. Or maybe it Mm -hmm. wasn't the hotel and they were mentioning it. (sighs) Yeah, she was reading it. I know what scene you're talking about. Rose was reading the list of who was going to be there, and they were getting excited. And then... Like the one actor that there was a joke that went over my it's, head because I didn't know who that actor was that Charles they didn't get Nelson excited. Nelson
0: Riley. About. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she's listening and they're all cheering and Charles Nelson Riley and nothing. And she yeah. repeats it like three times. Yep. And it <laughs> still was just completely nothing. quiet. That's right.
1: Oh my god. So she Charles was, Nelson Riley also was in a movie that came out in nineteen eighty six. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was called Body Slam. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. He, would,
1: would he, was the, he wasn't the star, but he was in
0: it. <laughs> he was in it. Um, okay. Well, uh, so anyway, they're, they're carrying on. Um, the exterminator tells them they've got to move out, right? He's got to basically bomb the whole house. And um, Blanche decides, oh, we're going to make a weekend out of this party. We're going to go find a hotel. She says, C- find a hotel on the beach that they can afford. Right, <laughs> foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Um, and then Sophia comes in to, to be mad again, and I notice that she seems to be holding a slice of pizza that looks like it's cardboard. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming stage pizza. It's like the most, I don't know. I feel like it's just it just fed into the, I mean, I guess we'll say bad special effects, but it feeds into the whole thing where she's just trashed they all shit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like over there, like reheating a slice of pizza, while they're like, "We're going to go to a hotel on the beach." So, um, meet all these anyway. movie stars, right? Exactly. Like, oh, I get to go. I don't have to stay.
1: Get get gassed with the termites.
0: <laughs> gassed with the termites. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> gassed with the termites. <laughs> all right. So, as
2: usual, she just steals the episode every time. Estelle Getty. She's the boss. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. She basically like comes in at the end of any scene and just finishes it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she, she does, does the final punchline to all of every joke.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, she actually starts our next scene. So that uh, so next we're we're setting up in the hotel room, and um, let's see. So Sophia and Dorothy are there. She's Sophia being mopey, and Dorothy's trying to make her feel better, sort of. Um, and Blanche comes in, and and they immediately go back to ignoring Sophia. Um, and they're all just daydreaming about the party. And yeah, but you,
2: you missed the joke about Nixon being just a lump of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: no, I was getting to that. They're daydreaming okay. about the party, and they're talking about the other fun parties they've been to, and uh, Blanche starts talking about how she danced with the president while wearing this dress, and they – have a bunch of president jokes and spend a bunch of time, yes, digging on Richard Nixon. <laughs> Apparently very – in 1986, very popular guy to dig on. I couldn't imagine why.
2: Yeah, I, I know, right? That was – was. I mean, what did she say? He looks like a dress-up doll with lumps of it was, plastic hiding the – Yeah, it was
0: like a like a Ken doll or something is the impression yeah. I got. I don't think she said Ken doll, but um, yeah, But Ridiculous. By president,
2: she meant president of the, the- –
0: Chamber of Commerce it was was like her town or something yeah it was like something something like that oh my god and then of course she says he dies people are always dying in this show do you notice like if you ever look down like well what I mean we've been going through it all but it's like how many of these episodes involve somebody dying it's it's uncanny. Anyway, yeah. we found one well, of the we're, we're landing on one of the few that doesn't have any deaths. <laughs> well,
2: not everybody lives as long as Nurgle lives, so, you know, show shows <laughs> yeah, about true. older people, so it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking
1: mm-hmm. of age, like you you guys know that Betty White was the the older of the these four actresses, right?
0: Doesn't look it though.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, she's she's um uh she was born um Four months before uh, B. Arthur and um, um, Estelle Getty was then born um, a year later than those two, and Rue McClanahan was born um, nine years after that. Wow! So yeah. Betty White, Betty White, <laughs> was not only the oldest; but she also lived longer. than Now L-
0: lived long. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about
1: that before on the show, haven't we? we, we, we I'm pretty yeah. sure we
2: did this on You can't first talk episode. too
0: much about how the great Betty White. Yeah, can't, uh, amen. You can't overdo amen. it. You can't yeah. overdo
2: it. Yeah. I agree. Would you do her? Not now, no? but at the time of this <laughs> show. <laughs> You know, I'd do her now out of respect.
0: <laughs> the the I theme of the episode is "Yeah." The theme,
2: God, I mean, I'd pay to do it with her now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right. We'll get back to that a little later on in the episode. Wow. Yeah, so, I
1: think Nurgle was probably in high school around the time Betty White was born, back in 1922. Mm, I'm pretty sure wow. he could be her father. We should ask him about that. <laughs>
0: we should Good.
2: and he's not here tonight because he had to go to bed. Just just to let you guys know. We we mm-hmm. yeah, we usually record this before um the early bird deals so that he can participate. But tonight we had <laughs> stuff going on, so we had to we had to <laughs> record the show after seven PM. So he'll be back next week. We're gonna get back to our normal schedule. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely, wishing wishing so. him well, and and um, you know, hope he's able to get his cane fixed.
2: Yeah, that was an unfortunate incident. Well, we'll let him talk yeah.
1: about that next week. Sure, I'm gonna get that squeak out of his walker too.
0: That was his hip. <laughs> oh, <Ow. laughs> uh, what a chump not being here to defend himself! I know this was perfect.
2: Anyway. I'll do my I'll do my perfect uh, nerd limitation.
0: Thanks, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that is really perfect, actually. I know, pretty good. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so we're in the hotel. They're excited. We're digging on Richard Nixon. Um, Rose comes in, all she's 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 just discovered who's going to be at the party and she's going down all these celebrities. This is when we have the uh Charles Nelson Riley uh joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting it now. Who the last person she mentions, though, Blanche, like starts to lose her mind about how sexy this guy is, right? Yeah, and and almost sets off the smoke detector. God, I didn't write it down. Oh, that, oh well. Oh
2: that Oh that. Oh, oh,
0: <laughs> he's I, trying He's trying to get there. Oh, just hold on.
2: No, I'm at the Nelson Riley joke and now <laughs> like, Forsyth. Tom Forsyth. All right. She loses her shit over him. Who
0: I don't even know who is that? I don't know who that is. I don't know <laughs> John who that is. Like, listen, John listen, I was three that? years old in 1986. I don't know who that is. 1986? Her...
1: John Forsyth. Shit. John Forsyth, he was a major actor.
2: Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> awesome. a handsome fella.
1: <laughs> well hold on, because I have his IMDB right here. So I've got his media um, right see. here. <laughs> He was on dynasty he was charles from charlie's angel so he was charlie okay all
3: right yeah he was in right.
1: a, he was a major tv actor at the time like burt reynolds was a major movie actor in fact mm-hmm. actually blanche mentioned that too she said you know she said burt reynolds is oh, the sexiest man in the movies and, and, charles Force, and john right. for was the sexiest one on tv that's right he was all, he it. was also in scrooge um let's see what else yeah charlie where you, like you mentioned um He's in a lot of movies.
2: He graduated wow. from from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I know that we wanted to get that in depth on one actor <laughs> randomly named in this episode. Oh, an
0: actor named not in at the episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. He, he so, was in
1: Dynasty, which also was running at this time, so because that ran from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty
0: nine. Mm, so they were pulling they were pulling good names. This the, the, the back scratching was going all the way around.
2: Yes. Well, on, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. 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 Um, so uh, Blanchnery sets off the smoke detector because of this this chap um, and then the phone rings for Rose and uh, she starts trying to get talked out of her ticket and discovers of course that it's Sophia in the other room told that she won Publishers Clearing House Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. at a hotel <laughs> 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 um, I noticed in this scene because I, I, I sort of like listened I watched through most of this a couple of times while I was making notes and there's this where she turns around, she holds her hand over the phone, right? Like, I think this is Sophia, like, to everybody, because she's, uh, you know, Rose is always the last one to catch on to the joke or whatever. But in that line, there's, like, this echo from some other mic on the stage or something like that that's, like, a little late. And I'm thinking, like, man, they probably whipped through these shows, like, in front of a live audience so fast compared to the way they would shoot a sitcom today. They just do it. Uh, These ladies are laying down their performances, it's probably like first, second take, most of this stuff, and they're flawless. I can't get over it. I'm just yeah, that, still like 27 <laughs> episodes in, and I'm still going like, they, I mean, I'm not like saying TV's bad now. It's just they, they were shooting this all on film. You know what I mean? It's like everything had to be like on such a, I, I don't know. I'm yeah. just imagining it.
2: Uh, there's a reason we're doing a podcast about this, because we are just yeah. amazed by, by, by what they did and smitten with the ladies themselves to tell you the truth I,
0: you know, I, I mean <laughs> yeah, so I hear I hear a little audio problem and I'm thinking like that's that's the one right like I've heard this one little thing in all of this stuff I just can't believe it
2: and you're yeah and you're thinking of the amazing digital tools you'd have today <laughs> right. to try to fix that and you're like, I, <laughs> I would not like, even know where to begin back then
0: <laughs> right right <laughs> um, okay. So now we're going to so now we're going to change scenes. We're going down to the front desk of the hotel, uh what front the desk greatest and restaurant. Jokes ever. <laughs> and the guy right off the top, we said st- once again, we're starting in the middle of the scene. There's there's the hotel manager, there's the the people come the couple coming up to the desk, you know, what room can I have? And he's like, you can have this room. Here's how much and here's how much for the lady.
2: Yeah, the room is 50, the lady's 100, and make it quick, we're not running a hotel here.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just let's not mince any words. Let's tell you exactly what the fuck is going on.
2: <laughs> yep. that, it's, it's awesome.
0: Good stuff. Unbelievable. Um, so then they, uh, they arrive at the, at at the front there just after this, just after the audience gets revealed to what's going on. And Blanche mentions that this hotel was fantastic and in their price range. (laughs) Um, and because she picked it because it had the most men in the lobby. (laughs) Cause the show, as we keep saying, it's nonstop sex jokes. Yep. Constant. Yep. Start to finish, start to finish. Um, Okay, so Blanche wants a quick drink in the bar, and and so the plot advances, and we go over, and now we have um, these uh, these three guys join them, and they uh, the, the our ladies are excited to have to have interest. This man's undressing me with his eyes. Oh no, he's not done yet, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, um, but not all is going exactly as they're imagining, is it? Yeah, because they have no idea that
2: they're in a hotel that's. Basically a place for guys to go to get prostitutes. Basically a brothel.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah, They have no idea that guy that guy selling rooms is basically a pimp. <laughs> a pimp. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, even the jokes
2: with the guys like, "I'm John from Kenosha." And she goes, "I know a John from Kenosha. You know, a John. It's just fucking hilarious." <laughs> just like, I'm "I bet sure you know a you know lot of Johns." John's. That's, it? <laughs> That's it. That's
1: it. <laughs> it's
2: so good. Well, oh, I mean, so even. The one like guy's the name fire. is, like, Carl, and Carl's line is, let's go upstairs and do the three R's, rest, relaxation, and ring around the bed.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> she says she's a teacher, right? Um, yes. Dorothy says she's a teacher, and he's like, oh, you can teach me. Or, that's Reading, what it was. She's a it. great teacher. Everyone she's been with, like, or no, everyone who's had her yes. learns so much. <laughs> that's <laughs> what the line was. Everyone who's had her yeah, learned so much, yeah. and they're all just, like, frothing at the mouth. Yes. Oh my God! Um, Everybody who's had her says she's great. <laughs> uh, and then, um, of course, plenty more vehicles for um, Rose to not catch on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <She> has <laughs> Third no idea. already. Um, all right, and that is so that brings us up to the commercial break in the show, which means it brings us up to our commercial break right here. Perfect. And, um, so a quick break for our hosts while we listen to these, uh, this commercial news broadcast.
3: Breaking news, special report, pre-recorded live from the Tinhanian Express. We go now to our man on the street, Charles, with the latest details of today's events on earth, Charles. Thanks, Bard. I've talked to several people regarding the incident. Here's what they've had to say. I saw their bodies tossed skyward, like ragdolls thrown into the air by the late, great Andre the Giant. I don't know. They appeared to be weightless, hitting zero-G like the fearless crew of a forgotten Apollo mission, whose only objective was to obtain a beef and cheddar classic, and return home to Kathleen Quinlan, safe before sundown. I don't know. All of a sudden, I was just minding my own business. BAM! hit me hard right from the back,
2: I was good in my seat, I was like, whoa, I could see the car in front of me, I was about to hit him, so I kind of veered off this way, and as I veered off this way, the guy who hit me, veered really off the other way, and he hit the curb, flipped over, rolled over, running into the electrical pole, and I didn't know he hit the pole, all of a sudden I kind of stopped, and I was like, whoa, and uh the wires
1: come down, boom, and then arc, arc, bam, that fire was coming everywhere. It was arcing, sparking, blowing up. Something ain't right. I said, oh man. She said, oh man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh uh-uh. uh, we ain't gonna be in no fire, not today. Then I start to
3: taste them. I say, and then I start to smell them. So it's like a smell that tastes like I was like, So I knew something was wrong, I knew something special about it. Obviously, we have a
1: rapist in Lincoln Park, he's climbing in your
3: windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because they're raping everybody out here. I thought perhaps the end of days was upon us, but it turned out it was just a disoriented old lady in a champagne-colored Toyota Avalon, crashing into my world, like DNB circa 1996. Who's got their claws in you, my friend? Into your heart, I'll beat again.
0: The lady. Didn't run fast
3: as a man, so I shot her the back twice. She's dead, and they told her off, but he got away. She says, Don't shoot me, I'm pregnant, I'm a baby, and I shot her anyway. Part of me wishes I'd been hit by that car instead. A look of elderly bloodlust spread across her wrinkled face, and it made me dare to think perhaps this was no accident. Perchance she was compelled, compelled to steer her beige battering ram into the house that Beef built, driven not by force of this earth, but of an earth below. An earth that mirrors ours in almost every way, except the reflections are so much darker that many miles down. Some know the reflected realm to be the netherworld. Others know it as the abyss. I know it as this shadow zone. A world where the blackness of our sin stares back at us and merely laughs. Ha 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 ha. A world where God's law governs no man. A world where there is no literal or figurative Mr. Belvedere given any authority to teach us right from wrong. A world where we are loosed and given leathery wings charred like brisket to soar high above the judgment of the well-pressed, dry-clean, shift-managing elite. A world where I am elevated to my true pagan animal form and I take flight, known only as the winged demon, Dead Dreadmore. And I fly high above the puritanical regime anointed by the oil of our beast's lord singing, I'm the king of the castle and you're the dirty rascal. Crash into me! Crash into me! I don't know. Arby's is pretty cool. Back to you, Bard. Wow, that's all very shocking. Thanks, Charles. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And that's why they call Bard the Oracle. Um I, I, I. Just I love how many of his recurring characters he's able to bring back into these news broadcasts. Um anyway, just great job. And and um obviously very funny recurring gag where technically we're the ad break from his thing, even though we say he's the ad break from our thing. Anyway, I'm just I'm loving how this is all coming together.
1: I like how he's like a, a miniature podcast within a podcast.
0: Yeah. It's just I like, podcasts all the way down. I like how he's just a full-on fucking
2: lunatic, man. That was good stuff <laughs> right there.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh okay, so so and and we're back. Um I I realized partway through that technically the the cops actually burst into the restaurant before the ad break, don't they? Um they do. So the cops yes. burst in. Everyone in here is under arrest. And then we go to ad break. But it's it's because then we've got another one of these great TV moments where you just effortlessly reintroduce after the commercial break. You know what I mean? You don't get this sort of stuff in television nowadays. But here we go. We come back from the commercial break, and you know here we are. The cops like everybody over here. Please wait for the. You know they're they're gonna cuff you soon and. All this other stuff, basically to reminding us what's going on, and uh, and then Rose starts to catch on. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I think we're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so on a on a scale of one to ten, I'm giving this Rose monologue like about an eight and a half. It's one of the it's one of her best. She's simultaneously naive, but also thinking of the most crazy, ridiculous shit that's going to happen to her is this whole thing about how her her life you know, go, is going to change after she goes to jail and she's going to have to run and all this crazy shit happens. And she ends up riddled with bullets, that's what she says. It, it's the, the most amazing thing. Like, it would play on any TV show today. Like, it would be right at home. And she nailed I mean, this is what I'm talking about earlier with the, the poor guy playing the exterminator who who you know he's given a a big spiel to give and just you can't deliver it like betty white you can't no it's you look like a fool if you try yeah yeah legend legend. Mm -hmm. okay so so anyway it's gonna happen they get arrested um uh okay so what happens so dorothy's gonna take she's gonna take charge as she often does. Uh, so she's going to go try to talk her way out of it. Um, does that go well, guys? No.
1: I oh, no. Doesn't. Of course not.
0: <laughs> Cop definitely thinks that he's uh, being propositioned by a hooker.
1: Yeah. I'm being married, man. But we're going to put Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Don't you bring Bert's good name into this?
0: <laughs> right, he's he's like I'm a merry man. He's like sort of laughing it off until she brings up Bert Reynolds, and he's like, he "Don't pissed. you talk about American hero Bert Reynolds?" Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she dare a bring beat. Bert's
1: name into this." <laughs> uh, I was expecting Fantastic. police
2: brutality at that point.
0: Uh, um, okay, time for a scene change. So now we're in jail. Yes. And um, let's see what's going on. Rose is worried about her home, hometown. Um, Finding out,
1: yeah. It's yep. St. Olaf, St. Olaf's investigative reporting is the best.
0: <laughs> I know. This is that naivety again. Like, it's just fantastic. Um, so then we've got, uh, so Blanche decides, well, I'm going to take care of business. So she is going to try to sweet talk the guard. She starts flirting with the guard. She says she needs, you know, they're just helpless females who need a big, strong man.
1: And the guard turns around, and it's a woman. <laughs>
0: it's a woman. It's, I love how she pivots, though. Yeah, I love your earrings. <laughs> 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 oh, great. Um, so, so we there. That that didn't work. Um, so the, everyone's shoot shouting at each other. Um, there's almost a fight.
3: <laughs> well, and that's
0: then,
2: hilarious too.
0: I know. It's almost a fight. They we're gonna have a fist fight right now and they're all shocked. And I'm watching um B. Arthur in this scene and she's acting all afraid like all of them. And then it's her moment, right? She's gonna like, oh, I'm gonna fix this. And she gets well, yeah. all like b- well, big voice and the,
2: alpha. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, they're in a cell with a bunch of uh what a ladies of the night, right?
0: Yeah. And she calls
2: them gutter trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they can't, she can't help herself
2: <laughs> she just can't help herself and then the, the one now just just because you know the world we live in now is different from then but the one that they end up fighting with is like the one person of color in the whole cell yeah. is the person who ends up being a fight with and because everyone's so hypersensitive to this these days you wouldn't think anything of it but oh my god then then this woman comes down to you know kick blanche's ass and i'll let you go from there right
0: Well, okay, so then she steps – here's what's going to happen. You know, she steps up with the teacher voice, basically, and – I was in um oh Attica. my god I didn't write to Attica Attica. I Attica, Attica. Yep. you know you're, you you you're not as tough as me I was in Attica and she's like that's a men's prison <laughs> yeah I know they didn't find out until I was there for 2 years or something like she that She said
1: she said I was there a year before they
0: found out <laughs> And then they so that diffuses the fight she she's clearly tougher than anybody
2: <laughs> she was there a year before they found out think think about that though she, if any of them, that's the one that I wouldn't fight. <laughs> she's
0: She's, she's <laughs> yeah. got
2: broader shoulders than most men I know, all men I know, uh-huh. probably uh,
1: Attica. Uh, and if you, in case you guys or any of the listeners don't know, Attica, um, I know they say it was a men's prison, it was a maximum security prison in New York, uh, in the town of Attica at that time,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Well, like, isn't it like uh, there's a Pacino movie where you're like chance Attica. Isn't it a, is it a Serpico maybe? I'm not sure. There, there's there, is a movie an
1: Atticum, there is an Attica movie. Oh, is it? Um, there's,
2: there's that yeah. chance. It's a classic line. Charlie
1: does it on it's always sunny at Philadelphia. One time it's about, so. because there was a big, there was a big uh prison riot in Attica. Um. Oh yeah. 50, like um, uh, like 50 years ago. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that's what the that's what the movie is about. <laughs> like the, the, Right. Right.
2: Oh, it's a line. It was, was from Pacino in the movie Dog Day Afternoon. He starts chanting Attica, so I oh, just geez. thought he'd bring that up. That that was that was completely random. I know off topic, but I knew the mm-hmm. actor and mm-hmm. I knew the line, but I didn't know which movie.
0: <laughs> so. Right on. Um. Okay. So. More discussion in the in the prison cell, and um, the 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 phrase career oriented. <laughs> uh, so basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we're we're basically everybody's you know kind of continuing to argue, and one of the hookers is like, "What's wrong with being career oriented?" You know, because they never <laughs> do anything else. Uh, right. it, it, which is a, which is a comeback to one, I believe, one of their classic sex gags, because everything's a sex gag in this show. Uh, yeah, and, th- this
2: show has a bunch of hookers in it, so it, it right. fits perfect. And
0: so they're like, Well, of course, you know, <laughs> they're just taking it totally seriously. Um, also, interesting trivia the hooker who says the career oriented line is played by uh Rue McClanahan's niece, I
2: don't oh, neat, Amelia I didn't Kincaid.
0: Know that. yeah. So, nepotism in Hollywood, still not dead.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not critical no, of that, I'm just think it trying to be funny. this was awesome.
1: This was also like 40 years ago. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like yesterday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, and then we get yet another delicious Rose monologue, uh, full of tongue twisters. She is a legend, Betty White. Unstoppable.
2: Yeah, Yeah, she's a force of nature. Honestly, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And this this episode really, really shows that.
1: I'm with you. It's all about her. When she, her childhood, when she was uh, trying to become Butter Queen.
0: <laughs> Butter Queen. Yeah. And and, and uh, so that spurs on uh, also this hooker called Meg is going to kind of make friends with her. She says she's also from Minnesota. Uh, Meg played by Rhonda Aldrich. Yeah. Saint, Aldrich. Hmm?
2: yeah Rose is from St. Olaf. And this woman was from St. Another St. City who is right, it's another what was right. Saint.
0: St.
1: Saint Gustav. St. <laughs> Gustav.
2: The sister
1: city. Which is brought, It it, it makes several appearances too in the show over time.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. She talks about mm-hmm. it. Talks about it a lot. Um, anybody catch the 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 obviously New York accent from Meg from Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, eh. eh you like
1: you're from Minnesota.
0: yeah <laughs> They let it go. They let it go. I mean,
1: I wouldn't say Chig sounds like he's from Minnesota, but he also doesn't sound like he's from New York either. <laughs> no, but, right. But if you're going to be in a TV
0: it. show, you're going to be like basically a, a, um, a the kind of part in a TV show that has one name and, a, and and a couple of lines, doesn't have a last name. You could at least sort of have the accent you're supposed to have. I mean, she literally mentions being from Minnesota. That's like the point of the scene. <laughs> she has a New York <laughs> accent about it. So um so anyway, then uh, then of course Sophia comes – the only one not in jail. Sophia turns up to bail him out.
2: Yes, she does.
0: And what happens instead? A, a savage burn about how nobody would possibly pay for them as hookers. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's like,
1: Sophia, we're innocent. I know that. I can't believe these dumb cops would, would think anybody would pay money to sleep with <laughs> you.
2: And I – I'm not happy about that joke cuz I've already been on record saying I would pay them <laughs>
0: for sex. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um so Sophia comes to bail them out um, and of course she wants a she wants a ticket to the party. She realizes she holds all the cards and she demands somebody gives up their ticket and so they argue for a while and nobody's going to give up their ticket. <laughs> so
2: she Jeez. leaves them in jail. Yep, she
1: said, <laughs> she <laughs> tells them, she said, which one? All right, Miss Petrillo, which one are your roommates? Uh, they're not here. <laughs> you <would do laughs> right. Ma, you would do this to your own flesh, flesh and blood? <laughs> You'll get over it, Dorothy. And yep. if you don't, who cares? I'm going to beat Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah,
2: leaves them in jail. I got it. I got to just go back to your... To, to the girl from St. Gustav real quick. I had to listen to that again just because I, I yeah. didn't quite catch that before. Yeah, that might as well be Marisa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny with that accent. <laughs> Jesus <Exactly>. Christ. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> wow. Exactly. Not not a, not a continuity specialist on the set that day, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good stuff
0: good stuff. So, um so let's see. So we're we're in our last scene now uh back at the house. The the weekend bombing of the house is over and we're all back. Um and Sophia's in the middle of telling story once again, starting in the middle of a scene. <laughs> yep. Uh classic great TV. Sophia's telling stories about meeting Bert and all the other great things that happened at the party. Um and basically nobody believes her. Yep. And they're or treating like her like they always do. <laughs> or yep. They don't want to hear about it. Yeah, either way. Um we have a nice Sophia Byrne uh, again on Dorothy about uh, looking bad in something backless.
1: <laughs>
2: I will Savage agree.
0: Savage probably true. Yep, yep. Jealousy
1: <laughs> is a very ugly thing. Though she does have the <laughs> shoulders. Show you to hold in up anything up backless. backless. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I like how um, she's telling them those stories, and, and then they're complaining like you left us in jail, and she's like, you were out an hour later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not exactly. And to be uh, fair,
1: if it was a criminals. party and they just got out an hour later, I don't know why they still couldn't go to it.
2: Well, she grabbed all the
1: tickets out of the hand. I think, she, I, think I think they were all in thing. one envelope. She, I mean, that's had, true. This is also in the 80s. They couldn't just like text her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had a phone. Yeah. Um, wow. So, so um around then, uh Meg the Hooker stops by to thank Rose because apparently Rose's life uh, it was so bad that she didn't want to end up like Rose. An old hooker. <laughs> and so she quit, quit being a hooker and like went back to school or something.
1: She was going back to her hometown to start over. To give right. it another try. Yeah.
0: Give it another try. Because she didn't want to Minnesota. be as old
1: as her and still in the business <laughs> of being a hooker. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Because um, nobody
1: still believes they weren't hookers.
0: Right, exactly. They're all still definitely hookers. And Rose says, I've never felt so good or so cheap in my whole life. Hmm. <laughs> um and then we've only got one thing left to do yep. in this episode, yeah. and that's Bert Reynolds needs to show up.
1: Well yeah, so Sophia, is getting ready and they're like, Where where are you going? So I gotta go I'm going to I'm going to brunch with Burt. And it's like Ma when you are you have never met any of these people. Now when will you stop? And then there's a uh, an-
3: another there's ring someone at the door, at the
1: door. <laughs> yeah. yep. And she opened it up and it's Burt Reynolds. and he said, Hey, Sophia, home,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, uh, what's his last line? Which one of these is the tramp? And they all like, raise so, their yeah. hand
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, says, he says, These roommates you were telling me about. She's like, Yep, he said, Which one's a slut? And they all, I, the <laughs> all three, <laughs> oh, <sorry.
0: laughs> it's like an I am Spartacus moment there. <laughs> Oh fantastic. So yeah. I mean this is this is um this is top five episodes for me, of course. I think uh it definitely
1: I mean, IMDB uh, I, gave it a eight point seven out of ten. Yeah. They're wrong.
0: I'll buy it. They're wrong.
1: It's over nine.
0: Higher. Yeah. yeah. I would give 9. it I'd 3. give it a
1: nine. This is one of an episode um that I really like. Um, mm-hmm. um, i agree and with I, that. I feel I like, like there's a I, lot of really good, i like the really light-hearted comedy stuff i mean you know, i also yeah. like the heavier things to have the more serious themes but um, especially the light-hearted comedy things and, and a, a guest star of the level of burt reynolds just uh, bumps it up for me as well
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god he's so young too oh my god it's crazy yeah, it was it was ludicrous. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there's just there's so many episodes where it's like if you go like find a list of the synopses of of this sh- episodes and um just just count how many of them are and then somebody died. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just a well, lot of death in this show. You know, it's that's what we're finding out. This is one this of the show. one of the, that we get away with. You know, well, this one yeah. is
2: Rose talking about her being riddled with bullets during her one monologue, which really is like the <laughs> that, 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 that oddest death. And I think probably any episode to this point.
0: <laughs> I it. Absolutely.
1: I mean, it is it, also, it's also a, a show about a group of women in their twilight years that are still dating. Um, yeah. So there is it's no surprise that, that they're, they're going to, it's going to have some death and it, it, it treats. I think it treats when there is death in the episodes. I think the show does a good job of treating it appropriately, um, heavy when it mm-hmm. needs to, and lighthearted when it doesn't. For sure. I,
2: I'd be curious with all the actors that were named during the show. How many of them are passed at this point? Because Bert Reynolds is no longer with us. Rose is not. Yep. Right, Betty White's no longer with us. Is, nope. is John Forsyth still with us? I doubt it. He looked no. old in the pictures. Lonnie not. Anderson is okay. Lonnie's still around. Um, um,
0: let's see, Charles, on, uh, Nelson Riley. Nelson, <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley.
1: Charles Nelson Riley. Charles Nelson Riley. Um, nope, he passed in nineteen. Wait, or he passed in two thousand seven.
2: Jesus Christ! If John Forsythe was still alive, he'd be hundred and five. <laughs> he, he died in twenty ten at the age of ninety two.
1: Wow.
0: Good life. Yeah. And
1: you may not know this about Charles Nelson Riley. Charles Nelson Riley was gay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't N- care. You're kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he was he was, he, 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 was and, he was he was
1: he was many years ahead of his time because he was an openly gay person. Sure. <laughs> back in Hollywood in the day. I mean, he was born in nineteen
0: thirty one. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he appeared on Johnny Carson. He's he's done all that stuff.
2: Right that's on, awesome. All right. Well, um, I don't know. We just did a we did, just did a fifty yeah. minute episode on a on a twenty five minute show.
0: <laughs> Such is our way. Such I is know, our way. Yeah, amazing. I mean that's that's great. Well, I I this was a great one. I guess we just we need to thank the patrons again. Of course, you can you know where to find us uh, at uh, Patreon dot slash Loose Screws. And loose screws? D. It's loose screws because it's past tense because we're wait, talking about. Um, we didn't do a no, no, no.
2: a hard candy of the week.
0: Oh, that's right! I almost forgot our hard like, candy yeah, of the like week. Old ladies always, um, you know, have,
2: it, have the hard candy in there. Is in it? Their bowl. Is
0: it going to be butterscotch like it has been for all twenty six of the previous episodes? Why?
2: No, no. There's a new candy that just came out here last oh, year. Oh, really? Tell uh, me about it. It's, it's, becoming, it's becoming really big called Werther's Originals. And, oh, okay. And, and it, it, but this isn't just a single Werther's. This is a whole bowl of them all stuck together in one clump.
1: So. I was going to guess root beer barrels.
0: <laughs> I love root beer barrels, so do I. honestly. honestly. Yeah. I wish I think I had that's a root a beer good barrel candy. right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now I want root beer
3: <laughs> by the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> me too. All <laughs> uh, right.
0: Uh well thanks Chig. Thanks, Teflon. Um, and congratulations, thanks, guys. Thanks, listeners. Congratulations, guys, on on being the number two uh Golden Girls rewatch podcast in the world. I think that's a huge accomplishment.
1: I, it, I, is. Proud a, it is. A, I'm, I'm proud, proud of, a of you. I'm proud of you. You know, when you get to number one, we're gonna have to have some kind of celebration, some kind of like big thing we do. We'll have to true. start planning something. I guess it's, that's always, up
2: it's to only the fans. possible you gotta, because of the fans in the that's listeners. right.
0: And, and our wonderful you, patrons. Yep, and uh, once again, patreon.com slash uh, because it's in the past, uh, like this show. So, um, that's <laughs> well, think it.
2: Think about, we're doing a show about, we're doing a podcast about a show where those people would, if you'd have said, there's going to be a podcast about this, they'd be
0: like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what is they, that? <laughs> they would say, I only understood one of those words, and it was this. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Good All show, right. guys. Uh good show and and we'll just uh the theme musical will, will play us out. Thanks again um thanks again to K. John Stewart. Check out his the link to his YouTube channel in the show notes. I'll see and you guys next attracts. week.
2: Tracks. Thank you for being a friend.
0: Have hey, a good one. Thank you my friends and we'll see you next week for episode 28. Bye now.
1: 1920